0: A top man of God had a revelation from God that there were thousands and thousands of demons, evil spirits that were released on planet Earth that had never been here before to cause the institution of marriage to be destroyed, to cause sexual immorality. Well, we know what's happened over the last few years. What you have in your home, on the internet, on television, on, on the smartphones—it uh, seems as though pornography is epidemic. It, it seems as though the air, the institution of marriage is under the worst assault. It seems as though divorce is cheap. But my guest has been given a supernatural proactive way to maintain the purity, the sexual purity of your family, of your house, and if any have fallen to the addiction of things like pornography, they can be free because he has a supernatural way of setting you free. You know, I am absolutely blown away by the statistics that Doug Weiss has told me. Uh, Dr. Weiss, tell me those statistics again about pornography and people addicted to it. I mean, billions of dollars
1: are are being spent uh, regularly on pornography and and on a monthly basis. America is number one in producing pornography. The average age of looking at pornography has dropped down to under 11 to 9. I mean, we are in a battle. The enemy has declared, you talked about a spiritual battle being released on earth. Pornography is that battle. And if, if we don't wake up, we can get eaten by it. And it's not just the people out there in the culture and the TV and all that. It's also, like you said, the cell phones in Christian homes. I mean, Sid, I, I talk to Christian schools. I say, how many of you kids have a porn blocker at home? Only about 5 or 10%. That means 80, 90% of Christian homes are having porn poured into their cell phones and their
0: computers. It's crazy. It's epidemic, uh, and here's what I've found: God has a plan for your life, mm-hmm. and the devil wants to abort it. Doug, God had a wonderful plan for your life. Mm-hmm. You all, uh, you you were supposed to be knocked down to for a ten count. Tell me briefly what uh, your story. My story: I was conceived in
1: adultery. Uh, that uh, my mom got divorced. Married an alcoholic, they got divorced, I was put in foster homes, I was sexually abused, I was abandoned, and I accepted Christ when I was probably uh, about 12 years old Salvation Army. But I grew up in the world alcohol, alcoholism, drug addiction, acting out immorally constantly. I came to the end of my rope, Sid, and I said, I said In a camp, there was no speaking, no, no choir, nothing. I said, Jesus, I know you're God, kind of, I like I get, I get that. So here's the I deal want to die I want to die tonight. But I will give you 30 days. I will do 100% of what you tell me to do to to make it fair. And at the end of 30 days, if my life is not different, I will die then. That was over 30 years ago. My life has been supernatural ever since, and the enemy has been losing battles constantly. When you say
0: you will die, you're talking about you were going to kill yourself. I was going to kill myself,
1: absolutely. What was the sense in drinking and drugging and, and having sex with all kinds of people all the time? I, I couldn't see that for okay, 60 years okay. of my life.
0: So, so, so you're, you're a real sport. He gives God 30 days. What happened at the, <laughs> what, what happened at the end of 30 days? Well, you know, amazingly, um, a, a pastor came into
1: my life, and uh, I was in Bible school about a couple months after that, four, four years of that, then he put me in seminary. I mean, God just supernaturally put oh,
0: Wait, wait, wait. You were addicted to alcohol, to alcohol drugs, and drugs that
1: left. pornography. Alcohol and drugs left. Now, the pornography Instantly, thing... Alcohol and drugs left instantly, wow. supernaturally gone, okay? Now the pornography thing and the sexual addiction stuff, that stayed in my life for f- several years in Bible school until I started to use some of the principles I teach in seminary. But then I started to get free from the pornography.
0: And but, that's supernatural too, I'm clean 25 years. Uh, but here's the thing that is so amazing. If God had taken away all three of these addictions instantly. Doug wouldn't be seated here right now. Doug would not be responsible for thousands of people getting free from addictions of all kinds because God showed him step by step, supernaturally, how he could be free. And now he teaches us to others. Uh, Give me an example of someone like uh, that got trapped.
1: Joe. Oh, like, tell, yeah. me, tell me about Joe. Thousands of examples of people who see me from all over. But uh, Joe's a situation where he had a secret life, he cheated on his wife, got caught, she forgave him. But
0: have got to
1: Not the end of the story. He began to go into pornography, and he was attracted to a certain type of hair color. And then that kind of person shows up at his work, where he's the boss... He engages in another affair. That woman turns around and sues him for malpractice, almost destroying not only his marriage, but his business. See, you can't have a secret. That's one of the rules. You can't have a secret and be
0: successful with this thing. It seems as though these secret sins, it's its sort of like a, a time bomb. It and it will bomb. go off at some time. And you get away with these secret sins but you're really not getting away with it. You're just being set up, but there is freedom. However, there's a couple of words that I want you to think about that is the problem in many of your lives. You do not have a healthy fear of God. I am uh, equally amazed at the research uh, uh, that you have, Dr. Weiss, on the brain. Tell me some of the things you found out.
1: You know, you think uh, this is new, but a thousand years ago, it says that when we sin sexually, we sin against our own body. But I couldn't have a theology professor or a philosophy professor explain that to me. Now, when I became a researcher in the field of sexuality... What happens is when we have a sexual encounter, we get the highest level of endorphins and enkephalins, these are brain chemicals, hits the excitement center of the brain, and boom, you literally attach and glue to whatever you're looking at, whether it's real or imaginary. So, so many of these uh, teenagers at home looking at pornography are setting themselves up for failure later. Um, you can attach to certain things. Like, I know a guy, when he was a boy, he attached to, you know, brunette, certain body type, and that's what he did. And he married someone not like that, right? Well, one day, he's at work, and a girl exactly like that walks into his life.
0: So, so you're saying the brain can't distinguish between fantasy on the computer, the imagining, the imagination, and the real life situation. Right. So he, it was a time bomb.
1: It was bang. Well, you know. And so he instantly was attracted to her, and instantly had an affair within a couple of weeks with her. Okay, because she capitalized on his neurochemical reinforcement towards her. You know, ring the bell, feed the dog. Okay? So it's, when you he saw her, he salivated. you salivated. Know, that's why your husband's kind of doing this when he looks at, you know, that kind of thing, right? And so now he's been clean for now 15 years or so. All right? So there's your healing and there's hope. But we can actually prevent this stuff. There are teachings that we can help our young men and men get involved, get in the war. This is a war, and every man needs to be at battle. Every, every, every wife needs to be asking the questions and helping her sons. This is time to do war back, so that we don't have these problems
0: 30 years down the road. Now, you used a phrase that I've used since then, Mm -hmm. that that I love. And that is, every husband that I'm talking to right now, you have a different father-in-law than you think. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you who your father-in-law is. God is your Mm father-in-law. You better watch what you do to your wife.
1: That yes. is oh. powerful. Oh, yeah. Marriage is three people. It's, it's, it's you, your spouse, and God. Even Christians define marriage between man and woman. That's, un, that's unbiblical, and it's not supernatural. Supernatural is God, a man, and a woman. Now, that marriage, that triunity, that trinity on earth that is, is, in, is in heaven is power. But it
0: needs to have purity. Okay. okay. When, when, when a family is walking impurity, mm-hmm. and you talked earlier about the secret sins that yes. no one knows, but when a family is walking impurity, what changes usually occur in that family?
1: Well, in that family, there's going to be an environment where there's, there's no secrets, there's going to be honesty, you can be flawed and loved, you can be celebrated and cared for, okay, but, and they're, they're going to be mature. What happens is, Sid, when someone gets into this kind of sexual sin, it, it robs them of emotional, spiritual, and moral development. That's why you have people who are like men of God going down and seeing prostitutes. Like, how do they get there? Because the moral and spiritual development erodes when the sexual sin comes into your life. And it robs you of the ability to make some of those choices
0: clearly. I'm reminded of the scripture, a little leaven. Mm. 11 well, the whole loaf a little bit of sin it, you get away with it you think no one knows it's your little secret you don't want what, so what what would you say to a man that's watching us right now mm. and they're saying well that's me i do it I, but i can't tell my wife these secrets mm. because if i do she might leave
1: well what i would say to you sir is i love you i've been there reading my bible and having a sexual sin I know you're pain and you don't believe you're lovable. Go find a man and get accountable. Tell somebody, get out of your secret world. You deserve a clean heart and a clean life, but you will not get it by just talking to Jesus. You're going to have to talk to another man and get free. That's what I would tell him. And he can get free. He really can.
0: Now you found this out when you were struggling with yeah. your, your your sin. Yes. I mean, I had a supernatural Bible, thing happened. going to Bible school yeah. and, and struggling with yeah. pornography. But the, the statistics say that so many ministers are struggling. Yeah, with because, pornography. because ministers
1: are men and, and they're chained by the world sexually. But here's what happened to me: I had a supernatural encounter. The Lord, I was in mm. seminary, and the Lord said, "I want you to tell your roommate every time you sin sexually." Jesus, I'm like, Jesus, are you crazy? Really? But what was my deal? A hundred percent of what you tell me to do. I said, okay. So I talked to him. I said, you know, because he knew I heard from the Lord. I said, God told me if I, if I act out sexually with myself or pornography or anything, I need to tell you. He was like, whatever. Okay. I mean, the first time I told him, I felt really bad. The second time I told him, I felt so bad. Because now I was, I was, the humility of that was starting to heal me. And I started to get free, Sid. I mean, I take a polygraph to verify I haven't had any sexual behavior with myself, pornography or others in over 25 years.
0: So if God could set Doug free, I mean, coming from an illicit affair, uh, he, he didn't go into detail, shuffled around with foster parents, uh, at a young age being given a book uh, that's pornographic, uh, a, a, suicidal. If God could set Doug free, God will set you free. Give me one more tip besides accountability uh, that, uh, that people can hang on to. Well, I think, first of all, you want to be accountable, but that's an
1: ongoing process. That's why I'm encouraging you know, churches to get involved in, in helping guys talk to each other. Let this be an open conversation. Instead of the rules of engagement being don't ask, don't tell, mm-hmm. I say switch the rules. Ask and tell, <laughs> and we can be free westerners like to like talk to jesus but not talk to or talk to god but they don't want to talk to another person because of pride okay <laughs> right james says if we confess our faults jesus will forgive us and cleanse us but in james five sixteen, it says if i if i confess my faults to my brother to another then i may be healed and my prayers will be effective ah right difference. so i can be forgiven but not healed That's why they're stuck. They're forgiven, but not healed. They're using that verse backwards. If Doug keeps his secrets to himself, he's guaranteed to stay sick, and his prayers will be
0: ineffective. That's what they're working. So they're stuck. Well, well, you know, someone heard Doug's teaching, and he's an usher in a church. And he, he said... I'm going to do something about it. Tell me about that. Well,
1: he got tired of men being stuck because he was hearing about it. So when I came, I did a men's conference, and he said, I'm going to start talking to guys. So he knew all the guys in church. He'd grab them by the hand and hold their hand, Sid, and he would say, when when was the last time you were uh, inappropriate inappropriate with yourself yourself. or inappropriate with images? He'd look them right in the eye. And if the guy did that, looked down, he'd say, okay, Okay. we're We're going to talk about it. And then if it's real serious, there's a group you can go to. You're going to huddle up. I am not going to stay watching you stay sick anymore. He was just tired of it in his church. And just one guy changed so many men's lives because he changed the rules of engagement. I'm going to ask, and they're going to tell me. And he was old enough that he could get away with it. It was great.
0: <laughs> we, we handled a little bit of this, but tell me some practical steps uh, that men can do. Sure, real practical, like getting rid of some of the thought lives,
1: the lust, right? Get a rubber band, put it on your wrist. Anytime you lust or scan a woman, snap it. That hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Ring the bell, spank the dog. Right? Pavlov. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 80% of your lust life will shut down in one month. Okay? You know, get the porn blocker on your, on your cell phone, on your computer. Stop that stuff from going on. Um, if you're engaged in any kind of inappropriate uh, texting or Facebooking, shut those things off. Most of us don't need social media. We just don't need it. Shut those things off if they're dangerous for you. And women need to get engaged by asking the intelligent questions and making sure the porn blocker's on and making sure that your husband's actually taking some responsibility for his son's sexual development. And there's, there's lots of teaching on that, that any guy can become an expert, even though his dad failed him like my dad's failed me. Tell me about a real-life person. Tell me about Dwayne. And Dwayne's a sad case because Dwayne... Kind of was like me. He had a, he had a pornography problem, but he had a secret, right? Met a good Christian girl, married her, but never told her.
0: Kep- I, I I've heard the phrase, "Our secrets make us crazy."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. secrets definitely true? make you sick. But they show up first first lust, then sin, then death. They show up. Mm-hmm. So what happened is he kept it a secret. Then then he's he meets somebody, he has an affair. Okay, now he's a successful business guy at this point. This is 15 years into the marriage, right? Has an affair, gets the girl pregnant. Now he not only has to tell his wife he had an affair, now he has another child. See, he didn't have to have that happen. No man needs to have that happen who's listening to us. No woman, married to a man needs to have this happen to him. If they clean up first, they don't have to go through this process. But if we don't clean up, what happens is, then our sin will eventually expose us. Because God loves us, and he wants us to have a supernatural, clean life in which these things are not part of our life. These consequences are not happening, and I hope we're preventing some of that today.
0: Uh, you, you talk about, in the last days, these Jezebel spirits will mm. be raised up. Explain.
1: Well, th- that's already all over the world, and it basically says, no matter what your spiritual belief, you can be sexually immoral. That sex and spirituality are separated. That's not true. That's a lie. And what happens, when you believe that lie, you start getting seduced. And once you get seduced, your destiny gets reduced. Does that make sense? So if I, the enemy can seduce you,
0: he can reduce you. I mean, do you realize that one indiscretion will, could possibly ruin your entire life? Mm-hmm. So some of you already know this, the hard way. But if you are battling right now, right at this moment, There's so many wonderful steps Mm -hmm. that you can take, but they're not just psychological steps. Mm -hmm. They are supernatural steps. For instance, Mm -hmm. you at this point, how many years have you been free? Over twenty-five years, Sid. Okay. But every morning you Mm -hmm. say a prayer. Yes. I would I would like would you like to know the prayer that Doug himself says? every single morning i'd like to hear that
1: yeah when i wake up i'll I'll say lord i hate the lust of all women i command my mind my will and my emotions to instantly reflectively cast them down lord i am a thousand percent satisfied with my wife my family my life and business and i just declare those things because i mean gosh you can't drive anywhere or be anywhere where things can't hit you but i've already made a commitment before i hit the floor that i'm gonna cast that thing down Because it's not going to take my destiny. My destiny is to set the nations free. And that's mine. And God gave it, and God wants to see it happen. Amen? So every man has a destiny. Every woman has a destiny. But like the people in Israel, we have to fight for our promised
0: land. Do you know what I'm saying? I I understand that. Uh, Where's the fear of God? in this. I don't understand yes. how a man, I understand how a man can be addicted, mm. but I don't understand how a man will not do everything possible to be free if they know God. But it's, people just don't do it. Why?
1: Well, sometimes they don't know how to do it like I did. I did mm-hmm. not know. I was quoting scripture, memorizing, fasting, and praying. That's what I knew, but it wasn't enough. I didn't know to confess my faults. Now, when God told me to, I started to do that. Okay, What's what so principle someone,
0: principles someone watching right now they have their secrets, sin, mm. what can they do about it as far as accountability? What would you recommend? Who go, should they go to? Go to your spiritual leader. That's what they're there for. And you know what? They've heard it before. I
1: mean, since the Internet, they hear it almost every day. I mean, Sid, so many pastors call me and say, you know, uh, a friend of mine or someone in my congregation or one of my people on staff, they're struggling, Doug, can we send them to you? And we say, sure, you know, it's great. And, and they get well and they get free. And what's happened, what's really exciting, Sid, is when this man or woman gets clean and free their incomes can often double their ministries return back to their life their destinies are are taken up and here's what's also exciting I had a couple who uh, flew in from Canada because we do intensives in, in my office and their children's destiny have been relit well, you know what I believe. You know, what believe, That's you know the exciting. Bible
0: talks about generational sin. Yes. You, in other words, uh, you're not just protecting yourself. You're not just protecting your your marriage. You're protecting your children, your grandchildren, mm-hmm. your great grandchildren, your great great grandchildren, and the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Which means wherever you're at, you will not miss your destiny. But stop now. Right now. Amen. Well, th- let me tell you one other thing. I don't understand people that willfully continue sinning after becoming believers. Why? Because when I became a believer, I had an encounter with evil. I know the reality of the dark side, of the demonic, of the devil. And I wouldn't want to play footsie with the devil. For all the money in the world. Where is the healthy fear of the living God? This is what the Bible says. Those that die, Daniel says, some will rise to everlasting life. That's with God. And others to everlasting condemnation. Why will you die, O house of Israel? choose life yes repent of your sins believe the blood of jesus washes it away yes, it and make jesus lord of your life
1: yes say
0: it with your mouth right now get right with god now
1: yes yes, yes.